We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. You are now listening to the Shots and Thoughts Podcast. Hosted by Chris, Ryan, and Sean. <laughs> Welcome, Shotties. Oh, Poop jokes are still funny to us. Dude, fuck yeah, and fuck you if you don't think they are. <laughs> Welcome, Shotties, to the internet's only educational improv comedy game show involving shots of liquor and D20s. Mm. It's your boy, Sean. And the kid, Chris. And it's after hours, so we're not doing any of that learning shit. Gotcha. Gotcha. If you don't know how After Hours works, we record this immediately after our regular game episodes, and we kind of just shoot the shit, catch up with each other, learn what we've been doing, and then uh, we give some recommendations at the end of some cool stuff that we like that you might like. Yeah. So, without further ado, Chris. What's up? You manifested it. How did it go? Man, so if you didn't know what he's talking about, the brand made it to LA or mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say LA, I want to say Orange County mm-hmm. um, for Anime Impulse this past oh, yeah. weekend. Uh, that would be September 3rd through 4th. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will straight up say right off the bat, probably the best produced convention I've ever been to. Hell yeah. Very nice, like. The staff actually knew what the fuck was going on and uh, very helpful. You'll be surprised at how many cons you go to. No disrespect to these cons, but like some of y'all, you know, they don't know what's going on sometimes. But, you know, it's fine. Shit happens. Miscommunication yeah. happens. But, yeah, Anime Impulse was freaking great. Uh, they had such a great, like, you know, they had great guests and everything. And uh, so I found out that, like, um, it's actually, like, kind of, a three events in one kind of thing. Hmm. Along with Anime Impulse, they also have K-Fest, which is like a K-pop theme festival. Yeah. Very cool. And then they also have uh, like a sneaker expo. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was super cool. I was, I was, they were just like covering like kind of like all these bases of, uh, you know, Asian culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I thought... Kind of just popular culture. Yeah, I guess point. so pop culture Anime is so point. popular. K-pop yeah. is, I don't know... At the time of recording, the number one artist on Billboard is Twice. Oh my god! I yo, I have become. I don't know, how, like, what the, I'm like. Are you in once or like? Are you once? Whenever you become like a fan of Twice. Oh, I have no fucking clue. Oh, okay, I, I feel like I'm. I like Blackpink, but I don't know what the fans are called. Yeah, I know that like the fans of Twice are called Once, and I don't know if like you're like, oh, I'm a Once. Or I'm a once once. Yeah, I'm in once. Like it's not to that degree, but they just I just heard a song from them that I have like been addicted to. But anyway, uh so yeah, it was great. I will say I apologize that I did not, I guess, bring the heat. I guess I kind of could have brought like some more like newer animes, newer anime themed things. But I, I guess I would just say that I Kind of designed for the wrong crowd, to say the least. But mm. you know, I, I mean, I love the designs I did, and there are people there who like truly appreciated it, and even people just like walk by, like, "Oh, that's dope." But, yeah, I definitely think I could have brought like you know, some like kind of uh, newer animes in with like my design style. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of, I kind of fumbled the, the bag um, right there. Don't you have like a? You have one from a really popular one, right? Like Demon Slayer or something like that. Yeah, but the, I had like yeah, the, that was the thing was like uh, all my I had a Demon Slayer one in like my older collection, mm-hmm. which I had a few pieces left. But uh, no, everyone was like everyone really liked the um, my dress up darling shirt that I had. Oh yeah, yeah. and like my, my Attack on Titan one. But those were like older pieces, so I only had mm-hmm. like I only was able to bring a, a few of those. Um, yeah, I saw 
day one the layout and then day two the layout i saw that my dress up here darling darling shirt right in the front yeah i was like ooh, yeah that's the good game plan that no i actually did that it actually got moved to the front very early at like after the picture in the uh on the day first one day? yeah because like everyone would be like oh cool and then they'd flip through and like everyone would one. pick up that one and i'm like okay you're going in the front just to draw in the crowd and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to everyone that I like met there and like made friends with. It was such it was such a great event. Did I you highly meet some other vendors? Not really. <laughs> oh, just people that would come in the booth? Yeah, yeah. Okay, tight. Um yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of talented artists were there. Um it was it was very cool. Um, you know, I can't say a bad thing about it to be honest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they even gave like the stage to like, you know, like some like local talent and stuff. So like they got to perform in front of like crowds, you know, like oh, that cool. would draw and stuff. And yeah, it's a great event. I highly recommend going to anything put on by Anime Impulse just because, you know, they're just so good at what they do. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, next time, because there will be a next time. Don't know how soon or how later, but you know, I'll I'll be sure to you know, pack more of a punch. Because uh, yeah, maybe we would rent a U-Haul or something. Drive up there. Yeah, drive up there. That way you can get everything. Yeah. Because uh, we literally, as soon as we landed in uh, in Orange County, we immediately, we, we got something to eat, and then we went to Goodwill's to try to find, uh, like, you know, because the VHS TV combo is so, it's like part of our DNA at this point, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, so that TV was bought then. Yeah, that TV and VCR, if you saw on our uh, Instagram. Did you sell it? No, we actually, I was like, yeah, man, the plan is to just kind of like dump this after, you know, whatever. It was cheap. Uh, but then I was like, dude, these worked. These are awesome. I don't want to throw these away because it was hard to find that shit. Yeah, I feel like it took you forever to get one here. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a combo TV like the one I have here. Oh, okay. But it was, but still, like, we went to at least three Goodwills, three or four Goodwills looking for a VCR. Mm-hmm. None of them had, well, they had, some of them had a VCR. And then some would have VCR and then, like, no TV. So we were very fortunate that there happened to be, like, an electronics-specific Goodwill there. Yeah. And we're like, this is awesome. And that's where we... Willie, dude, thank God he was there. Like, spotted the only VHS player, the only VCR in there. Yeah. And we were just like, dude, hell yeah. So then we just found, like, whatever, like, old computer or, like, old TV monitor would have, like, you know, like, the red, white, and yellow plugins, the RCA cables, and we're just like, dude, mm-hmm. let's fucking get it. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was, yeah, we were just hunting for that. And then we went and we, oh, and then we had to go to Ikea, yeah, buy some clothing that. racks. That was cool. Um, what'd, you do with, what'd you do with those? Those we left, because I would have taken them, but they, they didn't break down. So what do you do with leaving them? Like, you just leave them at the I just or? left them and was like, hey, these are free, like, take them. Oh. Like, so I, dude, there were a lot of vendors there. Like, they could, anyone could use those. Yeah. Like if I could have, I would have taken them, but they wouldn't. They were too long for our bags. Yeah. The driving might be the way to go again. Road trips are Yeah, tired. road trips would be yeah, road trip would be fun. Dude, yeah. I I would have gone. It was just a bad weekend for me, but Oh yeah. 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 I'd be down, dude. dude yeah, let's plan for it. Yeah, they I don't know what else I can say about it for the future plans, but yeah, no. I I love that event. I would totally go back and uh yeah, now that I kind of like know the crowd there, probably design more towards that. But, you know, all love to that uh, convention. Yeah. Also, I just want to say thank you to, you know, everyone who bought like, you know, the fundraiser shirt to help get us there. That was a huge help. And uh, thank you all so much for ordering those shirts. I know it's like, well, like four or five months like after that. But, you know, just thank you again. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all that's kind of been happening. For the most part, prepping for that since last episode. Nice. Yeah. I think for me, what I've been up to is fucking, it's, and there's going to be a good portion of fans who don't give a fuck, but <laughs> it's fucking football season, baby. Tonight Get is, em. the night that we're recording is yeah. the fucking NFL kickoff. Ah. Currently, I have Cam Akers <laughs> playing, currently Three rushes, zero yards, zero points. Uh, I fucking hate my life. But is fantasy it, How football. much longer is uh, in there? Uh, it's the it's fourth over? quarter. Ah, uh, okay. So it's, it's the fourth quarter. Yeah. Is he still playing or did they take him out? 
they're down, so they're probably throwing a lot. They're not uh, running. So, oh, you're right. You're right. So, yeah, there's that. Um, but yeah, I I I spend a stupid amount of time preparing for fantasy football. <laughs> and and yes, I knew Cam Akers was going to be ass, but he fell like four rounds below his. Oh God! We, we, if you listened to the last episode, <laughs> you know. I'm fucking dying from hot sauce right now. But um yeah, he felt like four rounds past his average draft position and you had to do it, right? Wrong. Did you? You didn't. <laughs> you didn't have to do it. He's complete ass. I knew he'd be bad. Okay, um, well, um who would you have got, you know, if not him? Um I I have to look at the draft board, but pretty much were there other better anybody. options in him? Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> Literally anybody? Literally. I'm fucking sure. <laughs> I'm just, when I drafted him, I was like, there's a good chance he's ass, but I'm like, oh, there's a possible chance. You know, he's still listed as like the running back one, like the lead guy. Really? Uh, but I knew he's coming back from a ruptured Achilles. Uh, and. The guy, he, he ruptured it early last, like before the season started last year, I think. Shit. So he's had a whole year to recover, but the guy that they replaced him with was pretty decent, and they won a Super Bowl, not strictly off of that guy, but that guy was a part of it. So <laughs> even though he's coming back from the ruptured Achilles, they listed him as number one, and I was like, uh, all of my practice and like research beforehand, I was like, He's not going to be worth it. He's going to be ass. But he kept falling, and I was like, well, there's a chance that he yeah. might be good. And <laughs> You're now saying I know, there's a chance. Now I know he's absolute trash. Is there anyone like Cut uh, this guy? Is there anyone you can trade him, like uh, anyone left you could drop him for? Yeah, I'm sure. And this is, this is night one right, of the yeah. first week. So I'm like, there's going to be week one of waivers is wild. There's going to be some random... That is fucking amazing oh. on the on the waiver wires every yeah. time, uh. every year. There's some random guy that nobody thought to draft. Uh-huh. And it's just out there, and there's also going to be fucking people that overreact and cut players. <laughs> yeah, like me and Cam Akers. I'm gonna cut his ass. <laughs> it's done. It's over. Middle of the season, yeah. putting up numbers. Watch. Probably, maybe, <laughs> but I'll never forget this. <laughs> I'll never there forget you go. the embarrassment there of night go. one. Yeah. Leaving that with a goose egg. Oh, disgusting. But yeah, I do. I, all right, this is so stupid, but like I listen to fantasy football podcasts during the off season. Yeah. Why do I do that? Well, then, to prepare you, right? Does yeah, it, does but it help? I mean, it's, yeah, I win quite a bit, <laughs> I guess. Okay. So, I mean, it does help and it's entertaining. It's like yeah. comedy, right? Football shit, but like, Truly, like things change. You could probably hop in in like summertime mm. and you know get everything, but I listen all year long. <laughs> I also fucking this year I didn't do it as often because I got my new job and mm. it's not it, it's not as lax. Yeah, it's not as lax. Yeah. So like I'm actually, you know, I don't know, not the shit on my old job, but I'm just doing more now. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So. I haven't had as much time to just fucking sit at my computer and fucking mm. do mock drafts. Ah. I used to do mock, like, I used to just fucking five a day. Just word? Like, in between work, I'll like, or waiting on like an Excel file to load or waiting on like the software that I work on to load, I'll just fucking do a mock draft. And I was fucking knocking them out, you know, just getting good <laughs> practice in. In years past when I did this, I would never draft Cam Akers. <laughs> this is the Cam Akers episode. Guys, if you have Cam Akers on your fantasy team, <laughs> drop him. <laughs> he's trash. And you know it because he's sitting on your fucking... He's starting right now. He's too good to be on your bench. Zero points. Let this burn into your memory. Cut his ass. I wonder if I'm going against fucking... As Cam Akers? It's hilarious. Oh, my God. Uh... But yeah, that's just, you know, it's the start of fantasy season. I fucking love football. I love fantasy football. So I get real excited. Uh, I did like three drafts. I'm in three leagues this year. 
And yeah, I get super pumped up. So I've been preparing for that. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, it's week one. I can't wait for the fucking tilts and to be crazy and to, you know, uh, I don't know. I try, I, I always try. It's, it's not like I try to be humble. I am humble because I have <laughs> players like Cam Akers. And it's just like, uh, it, it's, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. It's a fucking roller coaster. It could start super hot and then you could be ass or you could be ass and then you get really hot. Uh, it's just fun. It's a good time. Yeah, Chris, you've made it to the playoffs every goddamn year. You don't give a shit. Uh, yeah. I don't know how draft. you do it. The only the only year I was surprised actually by it was how I was able to you've won revive. Twice, I think. Yeah, I've won twice with your family league. Yeah. Uh, but the only year that I was incredibly just like, what the fuck, that I even made it to the playoffs was when the year whenever I. Tr- attempted to queue, right? Oh, yes. And I drafted so when like... when you draft <laughs> and you know you're not going to... Even if you're drafting, you know, and you're present or you're auto-drafting, which is when you're not there, yeah. you can set a queue, yeah, which is like pretty much like tells the computer or the system like, I want to draft this player next yeah. or this player next. But you never know if you can get that player next because somebody might draft them beforehand. Yeah. So if you draft... If you set up your queue and it's not like super packed, yeah, and you fucking yeah. have like a kicker <laughs> at the top, you're like, I really want this kicker. They're yeah. gonna fuck, and then all the players you want get drafted. You're gonna end up getting a kicker real early. Yeah, it fucks you over. Shenanigans. That was the one I. That was when I had like five QBs. Yes, and then I was able to somehow like resurrect and that team get back to a playoff team. That's the only year I was like, wow. I might be maybe, good. Yeah, at this maybe shit. I maybe I should, maybe I should fucking manage a team. Uh, but yeah, no, it is fun. Like even like, even though I don't pay attention to like the actual draft itself because I don't have knowledge of players and everything. I like having the players and then keeping up after that point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I mean like I'll I'll set it up. I'll set up everything. Uh, I was not aware tonight. I was night one, so like, that was my. <laughs> so you didn't set your team. Yeah, I did not have my team set. Uh, I'm probably going to lose to my fiance in that league. Um, she's fucking embodying me right now. Uh, who she got right now? Let's play. Fuck, dude. List them out. Maybe the shotties now. I don't know. If uh, it's Cooper Cup, you're fucked. Uh, let's that see. I've seen okay, so well, the Buffalo defense is going fucking ham sandwiches. Uh, oh, it's um. What is this guy? Josh Allen is putting oh, in work the, right the now. The best quarterback in the league. Got him. Yeah. Yeah. At least for fantasy. But also, real life football, he's probably like top three for sure. Wow. Awesome. He's very good. Good to know. Yeah. yeah that's an L this week for me, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. But for the middle segment, I want to talk about something oh, that man. you and I love a lot. And that's something that probably the shotties also don't give a shit about. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but you're going to fucking listen to this. You may not like pro wrestling, but you might like drama. But you might like drama. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm going to start from the tippity top of this. Do thing. it. Okay, here we go. AEW is a new-ish wrestling company for the past, like, I think 2018 was his 2018, first year. So like four years now. Yeah, yeah, four years. They've been on TV doing pay per views, yep. building up their roster and everything. Okay, so they have their set. The people that started the company are they're in like a wrestling group. They're like a friend group and a wrestling group called the Elite. Mm-hmm. They pretty much started the company and have made it successful because people really like these wrestlers. They want to wrestle them. Fans like watching them. Yep. Etc. This company signs this legendary wrestler. Yes. Who is who retired young yep. and has not been in a wrestling ring in almost, almost, almost 10 a years? decade. Yeah. Was that on the top of WWE, video game covers, yeah. pay-per-view main eventer, top guy. He even went to the UFC. He was ass. But he went there. He he did yep. it. Yep. CM Punk, known as probably one of the greatest talkers on the mic, 
really good at, you know, wrestling a story. Not that athletic, but he's good, guys. Uh, so yeah. he signs. Legend. He's a legend. He signs. He's back in it. He's wrestling fantastic matches. Yep. But something that's always followed CM Punk is that he's a little bit of a fucking diva queen. He's a little... In the locker room. A little diva bitch, uh, <laughs> one might say. And I love CM Punk. CM Punk came out last year at the pay-per-view. We were watching it at my house. Tears down my face. I cried <laughs> tears for this man. I've been watching this man since 2006. Yep. Back when he was wrestling in basketball shorts. And so you know it's real. Dyed bleach blonde hair, yes. And as much as I've loved the guy, he's always been a little bit of a little diva, you know? A it little is what it is. Toxicity kind of follows the guy. Yeah. But he's been gone for so long. Goodwill built up. He's talking a lot of game about, you know, being for the people. Yep. Helping yep. the wrestlers in the back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we fast forward maybe six months. Their world champion is a younger guy. He wasn't ever signed to WWE. He was, when AEW started, he was like their young guy that they wanted to build up to eventually be champion. Three years later, four years later, he's the champion. Hangman Adam Page. Yes. He's at a convention. Not even on TV, not even at a press conference, just at a convention. Somebody was filming his Q&A. They said... Oh, now that you have a legend like CM Punk in the locker room, uh, do you have a lot of great advice from him? Oh. And then Hangman said, no, I don't really go up to Punk for advice. I, you know, kind of just want to learn on my own. If I make mistakes, I'll learn. If I find something that works for me, then I found something that works. But I kind of just want to go on my path and, you know, learn and make mistakes or succeed on my own, on your own accord. On my own gut. Right, right. Apparently, Punk took offense. Wow. Have backstage heat a little bit. Okay. Weird. Okay. Then, you know, it, wrestling gets weird because, you know, it, it gets, they work on working the fan and making right. things, you know, trying to blur the lines of reality between it. Yeah. So absolutely. they get booked in a feud together because CM Punk is a legend. Hangman yeah. is the champion. They want to get the belt on Punk probably. Yeah. So they're building up to it. They have uh, a promo, which is when they're in the ring and they're trying to promote the fight by, you know. Trash talking each other. Yeah, trash talking each other, essentially. And Hangman Page went off script and, you know, started saying some shit to CM Punk. Uh, CM Punk did not know he was going to do that. Oh. Got real mad about it. Essentially, the promo was like Hangman was saying... Oh, you talk about how you're for the guys in the locker room, but you're really not there. I'm here to defend this belt against people like you that could come oh. into the company and try and take the top spots away from the guys that have been here from the start. Oh, type of shit. Deal. Wow. Off the script. I I, I like Hangman Page right. and CM Punk. I'll admit Hangman was probably wrong for that. He probably should have. Yeah. Definitely. But also, I will say, CM Punk had feuds is all his feuds, pretty much, the mm-hmm. year that he's been there, have been pretty much that. You know, mm. oh, you're fake, pretty much. Oh. Everybody he feuds against is just like, oh, you're fake. Really? So it's weird that this is what set him off, considering MJF said, oh, you're fake. Yeah. Eddie Kingston said, oh, you're fake. Yeah. etc. All his feuds have been built on, oh, you're this way in front of the fans, but backstage you're an asshole. Mm, okay but apparently hangman says it and i guess maybe because they already have heat yeah yeah maybe they didn't talk about it prior like maybe mjf and eddie talked about they said yeah hey, hey, we're I'm gonna, gonna talk i'm gonna this. fucking tell you yeah i'm gonna tell the fans like you know this or that right and maybe hangman didn't do that so that's why there's heat sure so they do the feud cm punk wins the belt but he breaks his foot has to be shelved for like three or four months oh his big return back, first promo back. He says, I'm glad to be back, and uh, I'm still champion. I'll defend this belt tonight. Where's Hangman? Off script. Oh. No script. Not Shit, part of okay. the plan. He's feuding with a completely different wrestler. Calls out Hangman Page, who isn't even there in the building, 
but he calls him out just to make him look like a fool on TV. Wow. And he's like, oh, wow, you're not coming out? And Hangman Page's catchphrase is cowboy shit. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, that's not cowboy shit. That's Ooh. coward shit. You're wow. fucking shit, Hangman. Anyways, and then, then went on to like build on his, who he's actually feuding with. So then. Who was he feuding with? Uh, Moxley. Oh, that's right, that's right. So then he gets backstage. There's heat on on CM Punk now because he's like, went off script talking went shit. Off script. Yeah. Like you were talking shit about Hangman going off script. You did the same thing. Uh-huh. And then since then, there's been like backstage internal. Uh, nobody's respecting the boss. Nobody's respecting hierarchy because both these guys are top guys. They're just saying whatever they want on right. mic. And it all leads to this pay-per-view that happened just this past Sunday. All out. Yeah. CM Punk wins the belt back. And then after AEW pay-per-views in a way to make it seem like a real sport, it is a real sport to make, but to make it seem like, you know, you know, more sportsmen, like they have like a post pay-per-view post, like a, like a post game interviews. Yeah. Yeah. With right, all the winners. Right. Yeah. Kind of like how UFC does it, how NBA does it, mm-hmm. et cetera. And is, that much, the, the, is that what the scrum yeah, the is? Yeah, the scrum is. Yeah. yeah. The media scrum. Ah, so essentially scrum, Punk okay. gets the mic mm-hmm. and then just starts going off. Damn. The interview didn't, like the media person didn't even bring it up. He's just going off Shit. on his own accord. Wow. He's calling, you know, Hangman. I think his quote was an empty headed fuck who doesn't know shit, who hasn't done anything for the business. <laughs> uh, he's called out the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, who are the, the executive vice presidents of the company slash wrestlers. Uh, that, I didn't know that they were that high. <laughs> yeah, since they started the company with Khan, they have like the EVP is like their title. I'd, wow. Yeah, so they're executive vice presidents of AEW slash active wrestlers uh-huh. that people go to AEW to wrestle. Yeah, Kenny Omega is my favorite wrestler. Yeah. Easily. Goes off on them. Uh, says uh, pretty much calls Hangman a, a stupid idiot for not following advice. Says the EVPs couldn't lead at all. They don't know how to manage shit. They're dumb. And then essentially just 20 minutes of that and the boss, Tony Khan, Tony who Khan, owns the yeah. company, is sitting next to him trying to talk and like fix things uh and then cm punk is just talking over him kind of like showing like emasculating yeah. the guy like damn in front of everybody being and uh ta- and, go ahead, go ahead. and then at one point cm punk even says quote i'm trying to run a business insinuating oh. that he's in charge and not tony <laughs> essentially it's fucking wild all that shit happens he says that shit in live on camera in front of everybody. Yeah. And it streams. They do the post. They do the scrums like live on YouTube after the thing. So mm-hmm. it's out it's there. It's out there. Yeah. They can't That's control free. that it's out there. <laughs> and then at the end, he said, you know, and if anybody has a problem with what I said, you know where to find me. Come to the back and talk to me. I'd rather you talk to me. If you have problems with me, talk to me about the problems. Don't go to these media guys and like leak news or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's what he says. Damn. Goes backstage in his locker room. Some motherfuckers wanted to smoke. According, there are two sides of the story. <laughs> According to CM Punk, mm-hmm. the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega come in hot. Hot. Quote, kicked the door in, yelled at him. CM Punk feared for his life because it was three on one. Threw a punch at one of the Young Bucks, Matt Jackson. Matt, yeah. And... CM Punk's trainer, Ace Steel, who is uh-huh. also a producer for AEW, a guy that like structures matches. Okay. Picked up a chair and threw it at Nick Jackson, hit his eye, knocked him out. Shit. The fight is happening. CM Punk and Matt Jackson are fighting. Kenny Omega sees that CM Punk's dog is in the locker room. Whoa. So, Kay- so he tries to, you know, take the dog out of the room. Of the fight that's happening. Yeah. A Steel thinks yeah. Kenny Omega is trying to get in the fight. Uh-oh. Jumps on Kenny Omega, pulls his hair, starts biting him. He's the dog. Yeah. <laughs> A Steel is biting Kenny Omega. Wow. Uh, that goes on for six minutes, apparently, before things get broken Who, up. Whose who's story is that? 
that is uh, the mix of both. Oh, okay. CM Punk's side is that they came in hot. Right. He had to defend himself. Right. Because it was three on one. Yeah. I haven't heard anything from a steel side. He's okay. just wild motherfucker. I don't know. He's biting yeah. people, pulling hair. The Bucks said, and it's corroborated with like the head of legal of AEW because she went in there with them. Oh. They said witnesses. they went in there to talk about it. They might have been hot, but definitely not kicking a door in. Okay. Is what they said. Yeah. They said they came in to talk. They were mad. They won't. Sure. You know, apparently their side is saying that, you know, they're not trying to hide the fact they were mad. Yeah. But they're saying they came in to talk. CM Punk didn't like what he was hearing. Punched Matt. Ace steal from the back. Throws the chair. Starts biting Kenny. It doesn't sound like it was three on one. No. It's not three on two. And he threw the chair. Knocked one guy out. It's two on two. Oh, talk about it. So, yeah. So, all of that is happening. That's on Sunday night. All this news comes out, I mean, immediately, because the shit was live on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And then all this news is out. They have to put on a live show on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. This shit was on Sunday. Yeah. So. Stressful. They, yeah. They started a whole investigation to get, like, everybody's side of the story, figure out what really happened. As of now, everybody is suspended from the company. Uh the elite everybody in the in the fight everybody in the room and the room even yeah. that uh head of legal or whatever? i think she's good but uh, like yeah. they had like other wrestlers there oh, that were trying really? to break it up oh wow even the people trying to break it up suspended what the? okay i don't know why i guess tony's just putting his foot down because nobody's treating him like boss <laughs> maybe i don't know but cm punk was the world champion kenny omega and the young bucks the trio the trios champion yep. Wednesday, the show opens. I'm vacating the belts. All all four belts. Shit. We're gonna make new champions. Moving on. They had like a pro they had like a package of like uh the highlights from the pay-per-view. Zero footage of the elite, zero footage of CM Punk. Wow. It's like they never existed. Wow. Yeah. Like they never existed. Yeah. I mean, I guess you have to. Fuck, man. And apparently there's, like, legal investigation happening now. So I think legally they couldn't even bring them up or show them. Oh, wow. So they just had to go on with the show like nothing happened. Yeah, well, I mean, not was... like nothing happened. They vacated the belts. But yeah. It's well, fucking... yeah, what else are you going to do? Yeah, so the current, the current thought and the feel in the locker room, according to people, is that nobody wants CM Punk back. Mm. Everybody thinks he was in the wrong for what he did. I think he was in the wrong for what he did, too. I yeah, mean, Kind of an overreaction. Yeah. Like an extreme overreaction. Yeah. You already won the belt. You're not working with any of these guys. Yeah, like what? Well, like, even bring them up. Yeah. I mean, just because so, just because one guy was like, yeah, I don't like taking advice from him. The stem of everything was that. That's wild. And he wasn't even in the fuck. Was he in the locker room? No. He had wow. left because his match was over. And he, he lost, so he wasn't part of the media scrum. He, he just went home. Damn. Look at God. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so, Fuck, man. Yeah. So now nobody wants CM Punk back. It's a shame, dude. As much as I love CM Punk, if he's causing this much drama in the locker room. Yeah, could, that's like a almost a career ending, like, I mean, like, organization ending almost kind of like things. Like, because yeah. imagine people were like, oh, if they choose CM Punk's side on this, just because he's you know he's like a big legend, he brings in money. But if they bring him back without punishment mm-hmm. and like punish like everybody else but him, mm-hmm. that would destroy morale. Yeah, it would have to destroy morale. Hundred percent. Just because you're the top guy, you can get whatever. Like you could talk over the boss, you could say whatever you want. Yeah. No it's way, man. That's bad for optics. Yeah, you can not like your coworkers, you but you can't fucking yeah publicly shit on your coworkers. That's wild. Yeah, and your boss and your boss. Yeah, it's fucking wild. That's wild. But yeah, that's what's currently happening in the world of wrestling. Uh, apologies if you don't give a fuck at all. Uh, hopefully the drama at least was enticing. Yeah, and uh, God, dude, Kenny Omega just got back. He just that's got what's back, killing me, and now he's suspended. Yeah, God damn it. Yeah. 
What an absolute bummer. Yep. But, yeah. Uh, I can't imagine. I I don't know what he would have to do. Because if I was Tony, yeah, and I was the boss, mm-hmm. there's no way I could trust this man. There's no way I could give him a mic and trust that he's not going to completely <laughs> yeah, blow shit up off the rails. out of pettiness. Yeah. I could not do it. <laughs> this man's on the cover of your video game. Kenny is too, I think. Wait, CM Punk is on AEW's cover? Yeah, for the video game. Uh, video game looks like, the video game cover looks like absolute ass. Oh. But he is on the cover, uh-huh. along with like six other wrestlers. But yeah. Two two out of like six wrestlers on your cover are suspended for doing some dumb shit. It's bad, man. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Again, and it's like, yeah, I guess it'd be illegal to have like cameras in the locker room. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh nobody knows what will happen what actually happened unless they were there. Shame. Yeah. That's probably it for CM Punk. Also, Added on, he fucking tore something in his match. Either his, the rumor is either his pec or tricep. Oh. So even if none of this happened, he still would have had to vacate the belt again. So both times that he won the world championship, he injured himself in those matches. Bro. It's over, man. It's over. Damn. Fucking John Moxley in the build to this match fucking said, enjoy CM Punk while you can. Fragile body, fragile mind, fragile ego. And this fucking... Wow, <laughs> fucking Nostradamus, fucking dude. Called it on the spot. Even though, he, you know, Mox is professional. He's he's just fucking promoting the match. He's not yeah. really saying that shit, but... Fucking manifest. Exactly it, worked out <laughs> that way. It's wild. Good God, man. Ugh. So sad. Extremely. Fucking this has been a real straight up sean and chris episode guys so yeah did y'all notice that fucking ryan wasn't here <laughs> yeah ryan is not here he's in new york i think oh word yeah oh new york new york and uh bing bong i think before oh shout we... outs to a former guest of ours emilio he's he moved up to new york he moved up to new york yeah congrats man he's in brooklyn now yeah according to his stories he looks like he's fucking living it up he looks really happy yeah i'm so That's happy excited, for him, dude i don't know if he yeah, he said he listens to the show. Hi, Emilio. Hi, Emilio. We're really happy for you, man. <laughs> I saw his story one time. He just biked a long yeah. distance and then fucking just drew in a park. I'm like, wow. Wow. What if, <laughs> who'd, who'd have thought? New this York. So cool, dude. <laughs> just biking all day and then drawing in a park. Must be nice. Must be nice, dude. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for the our, our wrestling segment. Chris. Yep. Let's go into some recommendations. Some recs. Let's see. We're going to go with, because uh, I just watched this video like earlier. Yeah. Was it earlier today? Like last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, there is a, if you are um, into like Japanese, like uh, street style or Japanese fashion at all, mm-hmm. uh, there is a YouTuber. His name is uh, Reggie. He goes by Reggie Casual. The name of his channel is called the casual uh and he's yeah um he's like study he literally like studies japanese fashion and i think he's literally the only youtuber like truly capitalizing on that because he lives in japan and he Mm. just constantly talks about japanese uh designers and like you know what's happening uh as far as the fashion world over there and I think that's really awesome. He does a great job on it. I think he has a great presentation about himself and the channel and everything. Uh, and he's just like has really good like teacher vibes because uh, I'm also on his Patreon. So like he also like teaches like web classes and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, he just uh, I recommend that channel if you you know want to get more insight in the world of Japanese fashion because that's like kind of like what I really love. So I'm glad that there's a channel for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the video I just watched was uh, like a really good point as far as like, I guess like the future of like the term streetwear. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if uh, anyone remembers, but like a few years ago, Virgil Abloh or said the words like, oh, streetwear is dead. 
And I was like, you know, at the time that kind of like, you know, struck a chord with a lot of people. But then, you know, like as of, of course, like Virgil kind of like is already like kind of like sees the future. Right. Like that's kind of like how he is. Uh, so like it's just like kind of as the years have gone by, it's like we are just now kind of seeing it mm-hmm. in, a, in a way. But uh, yeah, it's, it's just he, he does like this great video on like uh, if you are trying to like start up some kind of brand or streetwear brand, it's like stop using the term streetwear and like try to aim for like a fashion. Lo- like no, no, it's like uh, like when you're trying to start a brand, you don't want to mold yourself as quote unquote streetwear. You want to mold yourself as a lifestyle. That's like kind of like the true way to go about, you know, starting a a brand in I guess fashion or anything really. Hmm. Is you kind of like have to find the lifestyle and create for that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's like the better way to put it. Just just don't create streetwear because you want to create streetwear kind of thing and i i just like everything he said in that video was just like a great it's kind of like oh that's exactly how i've been feeling like these past few years because it's like you know like what is streetwear anymore it's like it's not the same streetwear that we grew up with you know where you know you can just create you know cool shit because you're from the streets you know uh or like you wear it on the streets now it's just kind of like kind of cultivating cultivating a style you know because it's like if you eat like anything like at what point is it called streetwear right because like if you were to go to fucking i don't know kirkland's right and then you just saw like a fucking like a shirt that just said kirkland's on it mm-hmm. like uh, the costco kirkland's or whatever yeah and then if you were to see that in a lookbook style like along like streetwear gear then is that shirt considered streetwear or is it just a fucking you know, a blank tee or whatever i don't know like i'm really like short-terming everything and you know i just really think that that's a really cool video it's like his latest video out anyway yeah go check out the casual on youtube it's really cool <laughs> that's a really cool uh channel on there that i love huh yeah i recommend cheese it's <laughs> <laughs> Another great recommendation. Yeah, uh, fuck, <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right, I'm gonna just keep it, keep it 100. Uh, keep it the theme of this episode. If you hate this episode, note it. I guess I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Let uh, me get negative viewers. <laughs> here's a tip for fantasy guys. Oh, okay, let's go. Okay. Here's a tip. Look at all your running backs. Week one. Okay. By now, by the time this comes out, it'll be. Two weeks. It'll be two weeks in. Yeah. Week one. If your running back gets less, and I, I'm copying this from another podcast, but I think it's valid advice. Okay. Uh, Shotties, if you play fantasy football, listen. <laughs> if your running back, any running back on your team, mm-hmm. gets less than 13 carries, he will be trash. Studies say. Okay. Close to like ninety percent. Wow, less than thirteen carries, you're not gonna get a thousand yards. Damn. Yeah. So that's my advice, guys. So by after week one, look at your running backs. Anybody that has less than thirteen carries is gonna be probably trash. You shouldn't start them unless the narrative fits. Like if they're the only guy left, uh-huh. know, injuries happen. Running backs get hurt a lot because. Uh-huh. You know, that's just They're in the, the nature of their shit. position. Yeah. They're in the shit. Yeah. So, you know, just know that they're not going to be reliable week to week in the given situation that they're in. If their situation changes, things might change. So literally, like, after this week. After this week, if you look at your running backs, they have less than 13 carries, and their situation doesn't change, Uh huh. there's no reason to start them. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> if they're if the running back in front of them gets hurt, or if you know, if they're playing a really shitty team, and you think they're going to win, that means you know when a team is winning, they're going to run. <laughs> when a team is losing, they're going to throw. Oh, usually that's okay. how it works because you're trying to catch up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, fastest way to get down is 
throwing. throwing. Right. So, you know, maybe they're playing a shitty team. Maybe they're the only running back left. Sometimes, you know, situations change. But more often than not, less than 13 carries, going to be doo-doo. Okay. Sound right. advice. Fantasy for fucking... I'm, I put y'all through the ringer. I fucking <laughs> fantasy football and fucking professional wrestling. If you made it this far, uh, you know the damn deal. You know the deal. And I apologize, but it's the beginning of fantasy season. That's you, all cannot, you cannot be blamed, my friend. And then the fucking wrestling shit is the biggest wrestling news in a yep. long time. AEW could have ended yep. had, had they made the wrong decision there. Uh, huge test for Tony. I'm glad he yeah. he put his foot down. You know, yeah. Uh, but Ooh, yeah. wild question: How do you think Vince would have handled this? Vince, yeah. I don't like know. a prime Vince, not now Vince. I don't know. I I will say I probably I was watching wrestling in prime Vince time. Yeah, but I didn't. I wasn't like how I am now. Like uh, the politics of like, it. Didn't no, care about deep. it. Yeah. yeah, the dirt sheets and knowing the yeah. like behind the scenes shit. I was just, oh yeah, Eddie Guerrero's the fucking shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean? Yeah, uh, JBL's the goddamn devil. <laughs> yeah, you know what I, mean? that, I that hated JBL. Oh fucking, he was George Bush, the wrestler. Yeah, dude. man. Oh fuck, dude. And he, well, dude, when he turned on his homeboy, that was it. Wrestling was foul, bro. <laughs> they had a segment where he was border control. <laughs> they put Holy. JBL on the border and he was like, Hi, hi you. Yeah. Oh my wild. <laughs> wrestling was bad. <laughs> but yeah, it's just I guess a- Vince would have handled it like we're gonna put all of you in the ring. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Fucking Yeah, I don't know. He He would have found some He would have made money off of it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For better or worse. Yeah. Would have made money off of that. I mean, yeah. there is money to be made off of this still, but yeah. at the same time, you don't want to kill locker room morale. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. At that at that point, it's like nowadays is a different time. Yeah. than prime Vince days. Yeah, for sure. You know, wrestlers are more normal people and less like jacked up wanna be yeah. rock stars type True. guys. True. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I I have heard I haven't watched, but I have heard WWE is good again. Nice. I haven't watched, but uh, our boy Walter, he's now Gunther. Yeah, uh, yeah. But apparently, him and Sheamus had like the best match that company has seen in years. Sheamus, Sheamus is in this conversation right now. Dave Meltzer said this is the best, not including NXT because NXT was bangers. Yes, he said this is like the best. This is one of the greatest. Main main roster matches in WWE history. You're fucking kidding me, Sheamus, dude. Dude, Sheamus, he's bangers, dude. Wow. Well, I mean, good for him. I want to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. But I heard yeah. it was fantastic. What did what did Wilson give it? I haven't seen the ratings yet. Oh, okay. They come out uh, tomorrow. Oh shit! Every Friday. Man. Okay. Well, that that's cool. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. So. I I did see. Who's Dominic? Is that Rey Mysterio's kid? Yeah. Saw he got a makeover. Yeah. So bad boy now? Yeah, he's an emo kid now. Oh. <laughs> he's he's getting dominated by, by uh Rhea, Rhea Ripley. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> should be me. <laughs> yeah. It should have been me. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh yeah, he kicked Edge in the nuts. Oh well. Close lined his dad. And now he's uh in Finn Balor's group. He's a bad guy now. Wow. Yeah, apparently it's popping. We, we yeah, might that have to sounds check fun. Back in there. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah, creative control is all back to Triple, H? Triple H now. So yeah. Things should be looking like NXT pretty soon. Exciting. Angers. Just need to fix those damn cameras. Dude, I... That's the... Watching WrestleMania, God, I was like, holy like fucking up. moly. Like, it, like, dude, those jump roller coaster awful. It's bad. Awful. But, I mean, to fix that... Should We're back great. in. Yeah. Dude, watching, even going to uh, AEW, watching New Japan and the G1, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, trying to watch every match. Like, going even from, like, New Japan to AEW, I'm like, whoa. Like, yeah. the camera, like, yep, changes everything. Yeah. It, it's a cinematic experience with New Japan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 
don't get why everybody just doesn't do it like how they do it. Yeah. I feel like they're depending on like uh, static cameras and just jumping to each one. Yeah. Nobody. Dude, have you seen footage of cameraman in WWE? It's old. I, you know, maybe they're better now. We haven't watched. Uh, but like up and doing this with the camera. Oh. Uh, doing this with the camera. Jesus. I'm like, yo. Manual zoom. Dude. Like, <laughs> oh, Awful. But they're on the up and up. Our friends seem happy. Yeah. The Summit Boys love it. Yep. John is loving it. Awesome. Uh, so we might have to dabble back over there. And I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Check it out. They're going to have the Royal Rumble in Texas again. Oh, yeah. San Antonio. Yeah. So we'll who see. Knows? Who knows? But that's it for this week, guys. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. We got into some stuff that I'm sure y'all don't care about. <laughs> so if you really made it this far, truly thank you. Word. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, if you want to find more shots and thoughts after this, kudos to you. Uh, they're all, <laughs> all the links are in the show notes. Our Twitter, our Discord, our Instagram, our fucking YouTube, TikTok, all that shit, all in the show notes. Um, so, yeah, you can find us on any of those platforms if you want to get more of us. And uh, if you want to support us financially, we have a Buy Me a Coffee and a Patreon. Um, yeah, uh, we will update the Patreon. <laughs> um, yeah, we will do that. But also, there's not a lot of incentive right now. Be the one that pushes my ass to fucking update that oh, shit. Man. Uh, be the first patron. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, we're kind of going with the flow. Yeah. If you want to support us financially, we'd love it. If not, just tell your friends. Yeah, just listen uh, to us. If you, yeah, if you can't support us financially, just continue listening. Maybe suggest us to your friends, share our episodes, et cetera, et cetera. You guys know the deal. Yeah. We love you guys. We'll see you guys next week for love a game episode. Uh, bye. Bye.